Welcome to the Garlic Boys Podcast, where we treat friendship like a good recipe treats garlic. You can never have too much of it. I'm your host, Connor O'Connor. And I'm Benoit Blanc. <laughs> Sleuthing and solving mysteries. I am a great detective and like Batman, <laughs> but that is where the comparison ends. <laughs> listen, listen, uh, I did my own uh, Benoit Blanc uh, knives out mystery mm-hmm. kind of thing um, this this Christmas. Uh, I Unfortunately, I worked on Christmas because security always has to be 24-7 and that's freaking lovely for me um and it always seems to fall on my shift which is a little weird regardless um i did a little sleuthing so last night uh christmas eve i did come home and noticed that the case the little plastic case that held the uh pickle that that that, the ornament pickle not a real right right my dad hangs it on the tree. He hides it, and then you know the tradition is the first person to find it. They either get, um, they either get an extra present or they get uh, to open their gifts first. We always did open our gifts first and stuff. So, um, I noticed in my sleuthing ways that that box was empty, and I was like, "Okay, Dad hid the pickle," and he he's thinking nobody's gonna notice. There is a mystery afoot. There. <laughs> Watson, um, wow, we're we're just doing all the. I actually, okay. Um, so anyway, <laughs> sorry, I got excited, but that's like later in the story. So then we let tonight after. Oh, backing up a little bit. This morning before right. work, I wake up at five in the morning, so nobody's up. I went to the tree and I searched up and down and finally found the pickle. Um, I found the pickle, took it with me to work. Um, and then prove came, that you found it. Yes. Yes. And then when we, when I got home, we watched the new knives out mystery, uh, the glass onion, very good movie, by the way. But right now it is, it is, uh, uh, in, in irrelevant, irrelevant. Thank you. Um, so after the movie, I was doing a little sleuth in myself. Uh, a little questioning, even though I knew where the pickle was, obviously, because I had it. Um, but I was doing a little like, hey, mom, did you guys hide the pickle this year? Like, I know I wasn't going to be home, so it was kind of pointless. But I didn't know if you still did it just to keep up with tradition. And she's like, oh, no, no, we didn't. And then my dad, I asked my dad, I was like, hey, I was just talking to mom about the pickle. I was like, did you did you think about doing it? Because usually forget on the on the Christmases, I'm home. He forgets. Right. Um, and he gives me this little like grin, this little smirk. And so I was like, okay, after the movie, after the movie, I will find the pickle. So the movie ends and I'm like, all right, it's sleuth in time. Cause I was all sleuthed up, you know, from, from, uh, uh, gla- glass onion. Yeah. So I turned on the light and I did a little like Sean Spencer esque kind of thing where, uh, you stared was, at something and tilted your head a little bit. I, <laughs> squinted my eyes um i i i grabbed on to my dad's head and held uh held my hand to my head um and did a little magic head situation um where i read his mind and i was able to find the location of the pickle and again in my pocket but they didn't know that um so 
I then I did like a little Doctor Strange, like it'll like appear in my pocket, essentially, is what I did. And like I pull that out of my pocket at like the crucial moment when they're on the edges of their seats. And like at first they were both like extremely surprised that I had just pulled it out of my pocket without even touching the tree. Um, but then they kind of gathered exactly what happened. Mom was like, Oh, you found it, you know at one point blah 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 and so th they were able to figure it out pretty dang quickly it wasn't a knives out mystery but it was it was uh i felt accomplished you know impressive i'm, I'm, I'm very impressed <laughs> that you went to the lengths of to be that nerdy <laughs> for just your parents listen th they're my audience they're the only people that see this because I don't see anybody except work friends <laughs> and my work friends could give two squats. You know, it'd be a shame if I hadn't started recording yet. <laughs> you just told Listen. that whole story and none of it was on film. Listen, I can, I can tell stories all day long. I Please got, I, I promise got it. you it's recording. I don't need to hear it again. <laughs> so today, the <laughs> speaking of the glass onion though, we both watched that today. Yes, yes. Um, this is it comes out on New Year's Day, but we are recording it on Christmas uh Christmas Day night. Yeah. Chris <laughs> Christmas night? No. Christmas night. Yeah, it's the night okay, yeah, Christmas, after Christmas Day. It's it's so close to being Monday. Let's just say <laughs> it's, that. Like it's 11:52 on um, on on a Sunday evening, Christmas day. We had a we had a good day. We were with our families, um except Matt was at work and then hang out with them afterwards. We both watched Glass Onion. Um let's not spoil it for anybody, but just right. real quick, um you need to watch this movie. If it you haven't watched Knives so Out already, watch it oh my, my gosh my brother hadn't seen it so we watched both of them today nice as, um, as far as like sleuthing mystery movies go these are like top notch like they they have both of them have a perfect balance of comedy and like mystery and right. just like so much like this one had a little more comedy and again it's not really spoiler but this one had a little bit more comedy, but it didn't detract at all from the story. The twists and turns were still very prevalent. The it it was phenomenal. Oh my gosh, both movies, great movies. I think I think it did very like the the one thing that Knives Out does great is that it doesn't narrow down someone right away. Yes, like it, it points, doesn't it doesn't point directly to like oh that's the person we just have to wait to figure out how they did it. Right. We literally sat there and we had so many different theories throughout the entire thing. Yes. And then I think it's about halfway you get the big twist of this movie. Yep. And I was like flabbergasted. An I was flabbergasted fully. Yeah. Was not expecting it. And then it just made everything more intense and interesting, like a good twist but, should. But even then, you still didn't know the whole story. Right. Like they, they revealed some stuff, but there was so much in mystery that the issue I have with um, like mystery solving murders kind of movies um, like the, the, the Hercule Poirot ones, um, the Agatha Christie, uh, oh, Murder yeah. on the Orient Express, um, 
Murder on the Orient Express was good. I hadn't read the book beforehand, and mm-hmm. the movie I was I was blown away. I was it was phenomenal. The next one, Death on the Nile, I guessed everything. The the, yeah. the second the second, and I'm not going to do any spoilers in case somebody listening at some point in the future has not seen this movie and doesn't want the whole thing spoiled for oh, them. Have you have you learned your lesson not to spoil movies after one what, six <laughs> episodes ago? <laughs> shush one person (laughs) literally like calls something to attention and i'm like okay that's exactly how they did that i called the entire the rest of the movie and it was boring it was extremely boring for me um i liked the movie as far as actors and cinematography and just about everything but the mystery itself i wasn't really surprised with these ones though you never know exactly and like with a mystery what you want the mystery to be good um like i listened to the the psychologist are in which is the psych rewatch podcast i think i mentioned it before and they talk about how psych was developed and how like the mystery of the episodes was always so thoughtful and like planned out as well as the jokes because like if you didn't have a good mystery going on in the episode the jokes around it didn't matter Right, because like uh, uh, deep down, it was it was a crime procedural or like a crime show wrapped in comedy of one of the detectives being a fake psychic. Right, and so like with Knives Out, you have Benoit Blanc being a brilliant detective, and so you need to have a good mystery. And what Ryan Johnson is doing is like he sets up these are all your characters. I'm going to give you information here, 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 and here. And like from like five minutes in, you see um you see one character react to the opening very different from the rest, and you're like, okay, this just got intense and interesting. And then yep. like when they go back and reveal it later and you see all these tiny clues, you're like, that that meant nothing earlier, but it means everything now. And now every time I rewatch it again, I'm gonna notice it and I'm gonna see all the breadcrumbs that were dropped. And it's not like forcing their way in there Mm. being like, man, I could just kill for something cold. (laughs) You know, man, these peanuts, they're really, really, I could die if I ate peanuts. Like exactly. (laughs) There's nothing that like would automatically point to anything. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they're, and and with these movies, I've learned you have to listen to every single word every single person says, or else you will you will miss it. But like, For I mean, sure. that's good. That's good. But like, for the people who like theorizing and like solving it or trying to solve it before, like that. I mean, that's that's what these movies are for: is for people to sit there and wonder, okay, but what is that, and what is that relevance, and all this stuff, like to solve the mystery with them. You know what I mean? Like it, as entertainment. Um, and so like, that's, that's what I've learned with these movies. It's literally like every single thing is put there for a reason. Yes. Every single thing. And you, and, and whether it seems insin- insignificant, whether it plays out to really mean much, everything is there for a reason. The directors are literally saying, say this, this is in the script. Say this right now <laughs> in this moment. And say it like it's I love these movies. I'm sorry. I'm rambling 
I love these movies. <laughs> Ryan Johnson is really doing a great job. And I think if you haven't given them a shot because Ryan Johnson is attached to them and you don't like how he handled the last Jedi, forget that he, he is doing something incredible with these movies. And I really hope they continue. Um, I was excited for this movie for a while, ever since it was announced. Um, and so like, I was not disappointed by it. And if you have Netflix or access to it, go watch the glass onion. It's a great movie. I cannot recommend it enough. We, to be clear, we are not sponsored at all. Although not, I wish I was. Not. They could. They should. <laughs> I, I wish we were, but we're not. <laughs> they're just so good. They're oh, oh they're man. they're so clever. And even even rewatching these movies, like it it some like if if you play any of those like mystery unsolved mystery cases or something like those um i play all i, I play like the, a the, lot the of games those. the box game that you get yes yeah i love you those. have I've done a few of them i have so many um i i'll probably share some with you but regardless um those aren't like super replayable because like right. once you know but like the movies you could watch them again and again and again and still you may not have the the like twist feeling uh because you know what's gonna happen you know who it is but you pick up on so much like you were saying like on rewatch you pick up on all the, the small little, details yes that they threw in there for like for a real purpose and like going back and rewatching oh i'm sorry getting back into it i need to <laughs> i need to chill but this movie i just loved it so much we can't say it enough. The uh, Ryan Johnson, he is just a, a clever, clever boy. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Speaking of clever boys, <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even ask a question. I already said it. Shoot. All right. I still think this is a, probably about the same time in each record that you do tell me you hate me, even though we haven't started the quiz yet. <laughs> That's true. We do start the quiz much earlier, <laughs> but it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show: the clever boy quiz. Woo! Clap, 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 clap. If you can remember from last week, Matt got mad at me because he didn't feel prepared for the quizzes and he didn't know the answers. And that was my fault. <laughs> it is. So what I did this week or what I did last week was tell him what the title of the uh, Final Jeopardy clue, if you will, of what today's quiz would be about. Yeah. And it was Pokemon names. Yes, and if you remember correctly, we said that if you lost today, that would count as two losses because you had an advantage. Right, right. And if I get to ten losses, then something very bad punishment is going to happen. Yes. Uh, and I, I, my heart can only take so much. So be careful with this punishment. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm doing. I already <laughs> oh. have it in my head. Oh, lovely, lovely. But today's name, today's game quiz is about Pokemon names. But it's not going to be as simple as me showing you a Pokemon and you telling me what the name is, Matt. See, but I would have won. I, I would have won. This would have been the best Christmas Day gift. Oh, shoot. It's Monday. It's not Christmas yep, Day it's anymore. It's Monday. That's why I started now. <laughs> today's game is My Mama Said. My Mama Said. What I have here is a list of Pokemon and what Cindy thought they were called. It's like those I've seen videos like where yep. the where he shows like the, the person will show like their 
their grandmother or their mother Pokemon characters, and they say, I think that one looks like Fred. And it's like, why? Why does why does that one look like Fred? Exactly. <sighs> what I have here is a list of 10 Pokemon. I will tell you the Pokemon, and then I will give you four choice options. Do you mind if I pull up a picture of said Pokemon, since I can't look up what your mom said? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, just in case what, I uh, am unfamiliar. What I will tell you is each option is going to have three names. One that she said, two I made up, and one of the uh, possibility that she knew that Pokemon. Okay. So you just have to tell me which answer you think it is. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Pokemon number one. Onyx. Onyx. It's the big old rock snake, okay? Oh, actually, let me, sorry, preface this as well. They're all Gen 1 Pokemon, so oh. you probably won't have to, uh, I ah, did this by generation, anything. <laughs> okay. so that we can play this game nine times. I don't like this. <laughs> so these are all Gen 1 Pokemon. Your first one is Onyx. Onyx, okay, and what are, what are the options here? Your options are Snock, Bulbola, okay. uh-huh. <laughs> Bulbobra, or Worth. Or Worth? Worth. Snock, Bulbor, Bulorbabra, or Worth. The second one, the way it is spelled is B-O-U-L-O-B-R-A. So it's like boulder and cobra smushed together. Right. So the I'm sorry, you only gave me three options here? The fourth option is she knew what it was called. She knew what it was called. Okay. That's always um, going to be the fourth option. Okay. So the first one was snock. Yes. The second one was boulder and cobra, bolobra, I'm assuming. Yep. Um, and the third one, uh, remind me one more time. Worth. Worth. Spelled like Kind earth. of like, right, kind of like worm and earth. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, because I don't know if your mom knows like uh, Pokemon names and how sometimes they are very clever. Mm-hmm. Um in that way where where worth is uh kind of clever and uh, uh bolobra is also kind of clever i don't know what snock is you know what you know what i'm going to go a little off the wall i'm going to say that you came up with the middle two and snock was her answer final answer i guess this quiz already sucks <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame you feel that way because you are correct. Sweet. When okay. I showed her a picture, my mom thought that Onyx's name was Snock, which is snake and rock put together. <laughs> right. So she is uh, familiar at least a little bit with Pokemon nomenclature. All right. I think, but who knows? <laughs> All righty. You ready for Pokemon number two? Oh, boy. Yeah. Arbok. Okay, another snake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did she think it was snock? 
<laughs> I swear. With four S's. <laughs> Chadra. Chadra? Yes. Okay. Or Pythite. Pythite? Yes. Or did she think it was named, she knew it was named Arbok? I don't know how much, I don't know your mom's extensive knowledge on Pokemon. Knock? It's not that one. There's no way. No. Chadra. Okay. Or Pythite. Come on. I'm, you gotta, I'm, think, you gotta think out loud. This is an audio podcast. You're right. Now. You're right. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so, so, Snock, uh, I, I really hope she wouldn't do that because, um, rock, because that was specifically snake and rock. Oh, it's an um, A. It's not an O, it's an A. It's, so it's snack. Sorry, snack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Arbok. Unless is, she pronounced it a different way, Matt. That's what you got to think about here. Right, right. Um, so, I, okay, I don't like that one. I, it's it's clever, but I I think it's a little too clever. Mm -hmm. um, the second one was. Can you remind me that one again? Shadra. Shadra. Mm -hmm. Can you spell it? C H A D A. DRA. So See. I it's kind of given me like either the RA being Cobra or um kind of maybe even Drake vibes, which I don't know. Shadra. What what's the Shaw? Shaw dick. Um no, I don't like that one either. The third one was one more time. Pythite. Pythite. It's not really a python, though. I, I don't know what your mom knows about snakes. I'm going to go with another kind of off-the-wall one. Uh, and no, 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 no. You, do, you know I what? I do want to remind you, there's the option that she did know it was called Arbok. That's the off-the-wall I was going to do. Um, but I'm going to say no to that, okay. especially since you reminded me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with, because it's another snake. I'm going to go with the one I don't think it is and go with snock as in snack. <laughs> Final answer. It's uh, sure. I, it's either a trick by you because you, uh, again, every quiz comes down to the cup in front of you, the cup in front of me thing where there was there's poison in both cups you know what i mean so i just have to go with one and stick with it because if i keep changing my answers then i'm gonna miss the answer that it actually was so yes final answer matt that is incorrect ah, i figured the correct answer was chadra chadra why did she I give you don't remember <laughs> okay i think she pronounced it chadra like Kind of like Chandra, and that 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 gave her that vibe. I don't know. Okay, I, that, I mean, if if that's what she thinks, then that's what she thinks. It happens. Yep. Alrighty, number three, Matt Muck. Muck. All right. What are the what are the uh, the guesses? I guess the guesses are Sluggard, 
Splacard okay. or Gummy Goo? Or did she know that it was called Muck? It's uh, <laughs> Slugard, Splacard, or Gummy Goo? Ah, Gummy Goo is so good. Like, how is that not already a Pokemon name? If you're, if that was your mom, and I kind of hope it was, um, then man, she needs to start working at Pokemon. Or maybe I need to. Yeah, or, I mean you I mean, too. If it's that good of it, it's only a good name if she came up with it, Matt. That's rude. Right, 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 right. But I'm, I'm just, I don't know your mom's knowledge of Pokemon. Like I, I have no way of knowing in a million years, uh, what she know, like which Pokemon she knows, um, because I think it's so good, and because I'm probably not going to win anyway, um. Yes, I've lost faith in myself. Um, I'm gonna go with Gummy Goo because that's actually pretty good. I if it wasn't your mom, then good job, Connor. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Your final answer, yeah. Well, I'm gonna thank you for the compliment, Matt, because that was <laughs> my name. My mom thought Muck's name was Slugard. Slugard. Okay, I kind of thought that one, but uh, you had two very similar ones, and I wasn't. But yeah, could have. That would have been a good giveaway, actually. Eh, too late now. I'm really good at this, Matt. <laughs> I know. That's why I hate you. Number four, <laughs> Mr. Mime. Oh, boy. Ugh. Did she think it was called that e that one evil clown thing, you know, from <laughs> that book? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Twibbly. Twibbly? Or Bubba Rama. Bubba Rama. <laughs> or did she know it was called Mr. Mime? <laughs> no, 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 no. The names oh, again are gosh. that one evil clown <laughs> thing you know from that book, Twibbly, Bubba Rama, or did she know it was called Mr. Mime? Okay. Um, I'm going to go with your mom probably knows the It uh, monster, the It mm -hmm. clown. She probably knows what it's called. Mm -hmm. So... If that's the one she's referring to, or that if that's the one that answer is referring to, I I think she would know it. So I, I don't think she would say that one evil clown, you know, from that one book. Um so I'm gonna cross that one out. I don't think she knows Mr. Mime because uh he's a bit more of like a rarer one-ish. Mm -hmm. Um doesn't really show up in the show. So if even if you were watching it. Um, there's maybe like two episodes that are involved with Mr. Mime, at I least mean, in like the first season. His mom owns a Mr. Mime. Right, right, right. And it's, you know, lots of theories around that one, but I'm not going <laughs> to delve into that today. Can you give me the second two answers? Twibbly. So good. Okay. And Bubba Rama. I'm, I'm really liking the Bubba Rama. That's the one I instantly was uh, leading to. So let's go with Bubba Rama. Bubba Rama, final answer. Yeah. Matt, that is correct. Sweet. All she right. She called him Bubba Rama. <laughs> Your mom is really good at this. <laughs> like, these are decent. Like, I'm not I'm not joking. Some of these are really decent, like secondary names or like possibilities of these Pokemon. Oh, just wait. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> Number five is Psyduck. Oh, I love Psyduck. Okay. 
did she call Psyduck? Terry the platypus. <laughs> Goldie Duck. Billford. Or did she know it was called Psyduck? You know what? Did she call him Terry the platypus? Goldie Duck. Billford. Or did she know it was Psyduck? Oh man, they haven't done like a like a legit platypus Pokemon, and that actually disappoints me because it would be number one on my team for sure. The they platypus could... is already a Pokemon, like it's what? a real life Pokemon. Oh, right, right, right. It's I thought half like... half duck. It has poison spikes on its feet, and it glows in the dark. It's also it, it also lays milk. eggs and sweats milk, and it's also a mammal. Right? No, like it's one hundred percent a. a awesome real real life pokemon right. um so okay i'm gonna cross that one out uh terry the platypus is so on it's so good mm -hmm. um but i'm gonna say no you know what i'm gonna go a little off the wall just because psyduck is pretty well known um i don't know if your mom knows literally any of these um she would probably know like pikachu mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna say Oh, I feel like it's a bad. I okay. I've already lost at this point. I'm gonna say she knew this. You have already. not already lost at this point. I know. I, yeah, but I can see the future. Um, she knew Psyduck's name. It was Psyduck. Final answer. <laughs> sure. Matt, that was incorrect. She did not realize it was a duck at first. She thought it was a platypus and so named Terry the platypus. Terry the platypus. <laughs> you, and she said, Terry the platypus, you know, from that one TV show, what was he called? <laughs> a platypus? Terry the platypus! <laughs> then I pointed out his name was a Psyduck, and she goes, oh, that is a Bill. He's also bright yellow. Uh, I mean, And sure. why isn't he Golduck? Yeah, I I was always I always wondered that too. Why is why is Golduck blue? Like I don't it doesn't make any sense to me. It makes you think he should he should be Golduck, like a hundred percent. Already. It might have had to do with sprites, actually. Probably. All right, sorry. Continue. Number six. Ditto. Oh, ditto. Oh, cute little guy. Okay. Did she call him? Sluggard 2, <laughs> Gumbler, or Bubble Blob? Or did she know he was named Ditto? Again. Did she She's... call him Sluggard 2, Gumbler, Bubble Blob, or did she know he was Ditto? Dude, you had to come up. Not, not only did your mom have to come up with one, and might I say, pretty on-point Pokemon names, you also came up with two very good Pokemon names. I'm pretty sure people... Or three. Two? Oh, if she knew the name of it, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, pretty pretty good job to the both of you. I applaud both of you. I'm going to go with the second one you said. The gum something or other. The gumbler? Gumbler. Yeah, that's a good one. Final answer? Final answer. Well, Matt, that is incorrect. Yeah, that's fine. His name is Bubble Blob to my mom. Oh, always get C when you're unsure. And there was contention on 
what she said because I didn't really understand her. And she goes, well, I said Bubble Rama for the other one, so I'm going to do Bubble Blob this time. <laughs> and I went, okay, Bubble Blob. And she goes, no, Bubble. I was like, okay, it's not a, it's not bubbly, but all right. <laughs> he kind of looks like chewed up bubble gum, so exactly. I guess it kind of makes sense. She goes, like, no, like bubblicious. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. See, yeah, I got you. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, your mom associating similar looking Pokemon. Like a lot of the Pokemon do have similar names. So would your mom be like, hey, those ones look very similar. They might, uh, I don't know. If she knows even about evolution, but um, those ones look very similar. So they're probably named similar things. So, but there's also a, a very fine line of that where you also know that. And so you're going to say that, like one of the answers and is inevitably going to be a similar answer to before. And sometimes they'll right. be correct. And sometimes they won't be. And that is why Connor. I hate, hate me. <laughs> well, that's why I call, I put sluggard two there. Right. Right. Because kinda it kind of looks a little bit like muck. So she was like, Oh, that is sluggard two, but like the number. And I thought they, that that might trip you up, but. It's, this ain't a Porygon situation, all right? It's the only Pokemon with a number in its name. Number seven, Snorlax. All right, what are the uh, what are the clues? Giant to bear, Fluffy, Connor, or Snorlax. <laughs> Uh, I'll go on Connor just because it's funny. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> Final answer. That is correct. <laughs> I showed I That's showed my mother the Pokemon. She immediately burst out laughing and said, "That's you. Its name is Connor." <laughs> You know, you want to know what's so upsetting about that? What? You? <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> I was gifted this yesterday. This was one of my Christmas presents. Oh man! Uh, for those listeners at home, Connor uh, got a Snorlax, essentially uh, one of those Squishmallows, um, but Snorlax shaped. <laughs> it wasn't from my mom. It was from Courtney, but still. It's oh, but that's that that makes it even better. I know Courtney got it because she saw that and went, hey, "That Pokemon looks iconic." Because <laughs> I'm fat, I lay down a lot, and I barely open my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Number, but, no. but hold on! But there's good there's good things about Snorlax. Yeah, he blocks a path. You have to play music to wake him what, up. That's what I'm saying. That's good stuff. You, you're immovable, Connor. You're immovable. How is that a good thing? Uh, what do you mean, how is that a good thing? If being you want to stop somebody... You, being if, immovable gets you a reality TV show on TLC nowadays, Matt. No, 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 no. Not, yes. You, you can move yourself quite like Snorlax does, but nobody can move you. 
You're an unstoppable force, Connor. You're like the juggernaut. Anyway, uh, the other thing um, is that Snorlax can use Hyper Beam. So, yeah, from his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> you're basically Superman <laughs> and the juggernaut. <laughs> Number eight, <laughs> Magmar. Oh, okay. Magmar. I hate Magmar, but hopefully she names it something stupid. Did she name it Ducko Fire? Ducko Fire. Flame Fowl. <laughs> That's good. Or Billford. <laughs> Again with the Billford. <laughs> um, or did she know it was called Magmar? That's the second time you used Billford. So Ducko Fire. Flame Fowl. Billford or Magmar? Um, those are all decent. Um, a little tricky. Um, I feel like Billford is gonna bite me in the butt at some point. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> let's go with Duck of Fire. Final answer. Like Cliver, he does kind of look like a duck. Yeah, final answer. Matt, that is correct. Woo! All right. Now you you are tied with four right and four wrong. How sweet! You get these <laughs> last two correct, you win. I just have to get one. Oh yeah, right, two correct. Yeah, I have to majority. Yeah. Oh, the pressure is now on, and I'm gonna lose. <laughs> Number nine. Mewtwo. Okay, all right. Did she name him Big Cat Man? Big Cat Man. Mewman. Knuckler. Or did she know his name Mewtwo? Did she name it Big Cat Man? Mewman. Knuckler. Or did she know it was Mewtwo? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. You think out loud, please. I'm trying. The Mewman mm -hmm. sounds a bit too much, right? Like the name for her to guess that, I guess. Um, so I'm gonna guess that was. I'm gonna guess that was one of your answers. Hopefully, um. It's also possible, like, you watch the original Mewtwo movie, um, and, like, she remembers some part of that. I'm going to count that out. Um, the th What was the third one again? Knuckler. Knuckler. I don't really, I don't really get that one. Um, I don't get that one at all. Okay, I'm I'm gonna count that one out too. It's probably right, but it's fine. Um, the first one, I like the first one. I can't remember what it was, but I remember liking the first one. Big Catman. Big Catman. Sure. Final answer. Uh, yeah. Matt, that is incorrect. Ah, dang. She knew his name was Mewtwo. Really? All right, all right. We owned the first Pokemon movie on VHS as a kid and watched it constantly. Oh, uh, yeah. That's fair. 
I also own a Mewtwo Funko Pop. I don't know if she knows that, but I just want to point that out. <laughs> just want to be cool for once. It's fine. I am better than all of you. <laughs> I spent a Excuse whole bunch me. of money on a uh, like an original Mewtwo um, trading card, mm-hmm. um, which I'm actually I'm pretty proud of. It's it's pretty dope. Not gonna lie. Nice. All right, Matt. Last question, and because uh, it is relatively close to actually being Christmas, I do have a tiebreaker for you. Oh, so, sick! I had to get this one right though to <laughs> get the tiebreaker. Exactly. <laughs> so your last one is Alakazam. Alakazam, Spoonie guy. All right. Did she call him Lupin? Duo Spoon or Twibley? Lupin, Duo Spoon, or Twibley? Or she knew whose name was Alakazam. Gosh, again, your mother's knowledge of Pokemon eludes me. Um, I'm going to have to like start talking to her. Maybe we should, like, you know what we could do? Sorry, little sidetrack while I'm stalling for time. Uh-huh. Um, we should have a podcast, like a separate podcast, or even maybe like a Patreon exclusive to this one, mm-hmm. where... We play Pokemon <laughs> with our moms <laughs> or like watch them play Pokemon. <laughs> like they have to play through Scarlet and Violet? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be awesome. Come on, Cindy. It's a fire type. <laughs> What's the advantage here? <laughs> hey, hey, now we don't have to press her too hard in the, the type advantage because I still use a picture on my phone having a whole chart. Of so type advantages. So do I. I just learned that uh, fighting is useful against fairy. When I tried to go against the the fighting type star team star leader with nice. my Tinkaton, and I kept losing. Yeah, yeah. I I, I know the basics. You know, fire. Right, no, obviously it, not good against water. Water. Fa- fairy is effective against fighting. Fighting is effective against steel. That's why I kept losing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Regardless, I know some of the basics, like elemental. Hold on, hold on, basics. hold on. You're you're stalling. Let's get back to the quiz. <laughs> let's have, let's get back to you losing this quiz. <laughs> ah, okay, what you bamboozled me, boy. <laughs> it worked, didn't it? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jog your memory. We're you. looking for what she thought Alakazam was called, of Lupin, Duo Spoon, and Twibley. I don't I don't know. Uh, let's go Lupin, because why the heck not? Final answer? Yeah, sure. Matt, that is correct. <laughs> and her, her reasoning for calling it Lupin was because it looked like the werewolf from Harry Potter. Looked like the what what? Cindy, she knows what on. the werewolf from Harry Potter looks like. <laughs> and his name, apparently. But not this Pokemon. <laughs> oh, boy. All, All right. right. Now it's time to be this close and then lose it in the tiebreaker. Kind of like the freaking Lady Gaga Oreo. This is much simpler than the Lady Gaga Oreo. This, <laughs> we'll see. This is barely a test of your Pokemon knowledge and more of a test of your knowledge about me. Oh boy. Okay. Matt. What is my favorite Pokemon? Favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. 
How did I know it was going to be that? Oh, wait, I know this. I know this. I actually know this. Do you? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Does it count if I get it in the evolution line, or do I have to get the specific Pokemon? It's a specific Pokemon. That's why I asked what my favorite Pokemon is. Right, Not favorite right. evolutionary line. All right. Uh, it's, it is... I have to get the right one. Little ASMR while he's thinking for you guys. Yeah. Um, uh, do you permit me to look it up so I can confirm that it's the right one? Or do I just have to? Sure. Why not? Sure. Okay. All right. Um, Dr. Do, do, Pepper do, really do. is best when it's from a can. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Are you a bottle guy? Um, I'm 100% a bottle guy. A glass bottle is preferred, but you don't find Dr. Pepper. It's in a glass so hard bottle. to find Dr. Pepper in a glass bottle. I'll drink Coke out of a glass bottle because it's the only Coke that doesn't hurt my teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coke hurts your. I, I, we're getting off track. I know your favorite Pokemon. It is Dragapult. Final answer. Unless it changes the new Pokemon, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Dragapult. Matt, that is my second favorite Pokemon. Ah, you got a new one in this new. I no? didn't. My favorite Pokemon is Torterra. Really? Oh. It's also my favorite starter. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite Seno Pokemon. Okay, if we're getting on semantics, Torterra is not a starter. He's a he's a third evolution to the starter, which is Turtwig. Turtwig is my favorite starter. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's a bit of a stretch. Turtwig. You're a bit of a stretch. Listen. <laughs> okay, since I know I lost, can you name my favorite Pokemon? Uh, it's probably some stupid spider Pokemon. Um. Ouch. Sorry, that was right. way too aggro for no reason. <laughs> uh, let's see. Your favorite Pokemon. Think out loud, Connor. Think, I am thinking out loud. Need, your favorite your Pokemon. That's not thinking. That's is, just thinking. Is your probably, probably a newer generation Pokemon. Um, because I know you skipped 5, 6, and 7. Yeah. Unless those Pokemon came up in one of the newer games, like Sword and Shield and Scarlet and Violet, don't know those ones as well. So it's either one through four or eight and nine. Um, as a kid, I think you said that your first Pokemon game was in the Sinnoh region, but it could have been Gen 3, so it's any of the Hoenn games or Fire, Lead, and Reef Green. So I'm going to narrow down, narrow out second gen because those Pokemon are kind of lame, actually. Um, then first Pokemon, first generation Pokemon are also lame. To be honest, I don't get like the Gen 1 nostalgia. It was better back then. It wasn't. Those games are terrible. <laughs> um, so that leaves three, four, eight, and nine. Three, four, eight, and nine. Um, Garchomp, final answer. Garchomp, is that the final answer? 
I hate to break it to you, but you're not a clever boy either. So, sorry, I can't do the actual one. Um, uh, no. Uh, so it's kind of funny, um, that you say you, you said all of that, um, especially about Gen One. Um, Charizard is actually my favorite Pokemon. Oh, I should have guessed. You're such a boring base. Oh, stop it. Stop it. It has a lot of nostalgic reasons. It's it not a like... dragon. Why wasn't it a dragon? It looks like, I don't like a dragon. Care about any a of dragon? That. I don't care about any of that. It was it was just one of the first Pokemon that I actually like fell in love with. And like the um the Charizard episodes, uh when he first evolves when when he evolves his Charmander very quickly. And the, the the Charizard doesn't listen to him. I thought that was the funniest thing when I was a kid. Um, I had a dark, like, ultra rare. I It was like a dark Charizard card, all right? I put it through the washing machine. And, and to this day, I, I wish I could go back in time and slap my young self's face so hard. Um, but I also had undiagnosed ADHD, so that kind of <laughs> makes sense. Um, no, it's just, I, I, I've always liked Charizard. I'm a big dragon person, um, as we've discussed in previous episodes. Um, and dragon types like my favorite type. I know um, he's not a dragon type. <laughs> I know, but he looks like a dragon. And when I was a kid, I was obsessed with dragons. So which Pokemon do you think I gravita- gravitated to? Dragonite. Dragonite's pretty cool too, but I think he looks stupid. I think he's cool, but I think he looks and again, I know it's a cartoon. I think he looks too cartoony. Like the the really big like he looks like Yoshi, but he looks like Puff the Magic Dragon. Right. Right. Especially in his shiny. Yes. Yes, exactly. So Dragonite's cool. I I have respect for Dragonite. Not my favorite Pokemon. I've always been super partial to Charizard. Understandable, I guess. You want to be that guy? <laughs> Listen, Torterra. <laughs> Torterra's cool, but like... He has an entire really... ecosystem on his back, Matthew. Okay. It's an allusion to the idea of the world turtle. Where there's a turtle in space that has the entire Earth on its back. Yes, yes, I I know, I know all of that. But in that same generation, you had, I think it's the same generation. You had a fire monkey. Yeah, and that fire monkey's awesome. The fire types have never been my favorite. Really? Okay, that's fair. I couldn't couldn't get with them. I, it's grass types that for me I have never picked. I don't think in any game I've ever picked a grass type. I I typically pick grass types. The only time that I really picked differently was um, if I ever written, I've never actually played a Gen two game, but if I did, I would pick the water type in Gen two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Gen five, I picked Oshawott. Because oh, really? Samurai was the coolest out of all of them. I guess. It just, Embor, it sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, it just didn't look cool. And then Snivy didn't make any sense to me. Oh, see, I really like Snivy, the whole. I, I didn't love all of its 
stuff. <laughs> Everything, but I think Snivy looked the coolest. I didn't like the fact that it evolved to lose its arms and legs. Yeah. To me, like that doesn't make sense. Like, how does that make off. it better? How does that make it better? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Dragapult is a close second, but he's not my favorite Pokemon. So that means, Matt, that you lose this week's quiz. That's two. Two losses. Two losses. So that means that you're at a total of seven losses. <laughs> so if you lose three more times, you have to face the clever punishment. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, can I have a hint as to what the clever punishment's going to be so I can prepare myself at least for that? You hate it. <laughs> I hate you. So is it just you? Yeah, like, I come just... over and I hang out with you for an entire day. <laughs> Oh no, please. Uh don't do that. No, that would be horrible. <laughs> All right, Matt. For this week's topic, I wanted to talk about the new year. As today when this episode is going live for everyone, it is January 1st, 2023. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. It feels crazy to think about that. Um but it's finally time to start a new year <sighs> time i feel like time uh some sometimes it feels like it goes too fast honestly last couple of years have like flown mm. by and like not in a good way either like most of the time i want time to fly by like when i'm at work for 12 hours um i feel like this year has just disappeared december went so quickly yeah agreed um, but I wanted to talk about like kind of what we want out of the next year and like sort of that idea of things. Um, mm -hmm. My big thing um, and what I've done the last two years actually is I've been keeping a tally of movies that I watch. Okay. Um, and like I each year I want to do more and more because I want to keep watching movies and experiencing them, even if I've seen them before. Mm -hmm. uh, so I started this back in 2021. And that year I watched uh, 66 unique movies. Um, there were a few that I watched to uh, twice. Um, of course, the Marvel movies, Bo Burnham's Inside and Kanto. No, that wasn't out yet. I only watched Encanto once that year. I watched earlier this year many times. <laughs> um, but then this year, I've watched 107 unique movies. Goodness. So that's, what, 41 more? And for us, you're hearing this on January 1st, but there's still six more days left of the year for us. So who knows how many more I'll get. But... Um, I, for one, I want to keep like doing that and get more movies because I I love movies. I think movies are great, um, and I want to be able to expand past a lot of the movies that I watch are just comedies. Mm. Um, but I kind of want to expand past that and feel comfortable like watching an action movie and not getting bored or like doing something a little more drama oriented, but um, still having those entertaining movies in there. Like one movie that I watched this year was um oh it's uh 
who's in it uh is there anybody uh, you recognize in it jason ba uh jason bateman uh-huh tina fey okay yeah no idea adam driver um the bald guy from <laughs> ant-man the bald guy from, uh lawrence fishburne no that's from ant-man and the wasp uh okay the bald guy he was the bad guy oh the bad guy oh yeah i don't know his name but i know who you're talking about uh come on where is it it's on this list <laughs> i'm gonna find it i'm sure you will i'm gonna find it you know there's a, there's actually a site that they created um where you can look up specific actors um and see the filmography um, that they've been in. Sometimes even you can look up uh, where they produced things or directed mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. uh, you probably could use that site. It's a little less known. Mm -hmm. um, it is called the Internet Movie Database dot mm -hmm. uh, com. Uh, but you probably want to go with imdb.com. Okay. Uh, they also have an app. Uh, pretty recent release there. The app. Um, right that makes it a lot easy for, easier for users to like search for, for sure that's what, that's what most people say or uh, most people is this like big in your circle because i'm pretty sure this is a fresh like hot off the press kind of thing we'll see i don't know um i'm i'm looking here uh <laughs> just try, trying to find it <laughs> go on imdb ah, uh, okay it's what i leave you uh, you cut out, at least on my end, the entire time you said that. This is where I leave you. This is where I... Okay. Sounds like a romantic comedy. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's about this, this family and the dad dies. Oh, ouch. Okay. And um, so they were Jewish, so they go home to sit Shiva, which is, I think, four days um, of sort of like a respectful family gathering mm -hmm. where they sit, they cover all the mirrors um, and they uh, they just sit. Uh, sorry, I'm just going to look it up so that I get the right answer. I don't, I, I want to be sort of respectful. Um, it is an observance. There's a requirement of the parents, siblings, spouses, and children of the person who has died. Um, they at the funeral mourners wear an outer garment that is torn before the procession. During the period of shiver, mourners remain at home. Family and friends visit those mourning in order to give their condolences and provide comfort. The process is dated back to biblical time, formalizing the natural way an individual confronts grief. Shiver also allows the individual to express sorrow, discuss the loss of a loved one, and slowly re-enter society. Um, so it's just like a, a short period where they sort of just grieve together. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just is, uh, sort of forces the siblings to come back together as a family. Oh yeah. That's, that's kind of interesting. Kind of in, uh, in a really weird way. It does kind of remind me of, um, the patient, I believe mm -hmm. it was called Steve Carell. Um, at the TV series, um, that's very recent. Um, except for in that one, um, Steve Carell gets kidnapped and that brings his family together. <laughs> uh, so 
yeah, not as, not as, um, well, I guess it's still kind of sad, uh, but there's no killing in that one. I don't think except for the, the initial death, uh, is there like a serial killer running around in that movie? No, the dad dies off screen. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So, um, I don't, I don't do any, <laughs> I don't do anything. Um, I, I will say well, we're, here, we're here to discuss what we want to do. Right. Right. You've been doing this for years. I've never stuck with anything for more than, uh, like a day. Um, so, I think two things that I would like to do. One, save more money, but mm -hmm. board games are calling my name. Um, so it's very difficult. The second thing is read more books. I, I feel like, like I have so many books that I, I just keep buying books. Mm -hmm. And I think, it, I think it's, again, I think it's a symptom, uh, but I'm, I'm trying to lessen the the money spending and just enjoy what i have i guess that's a good way to put it because board games and um funko pops and books i can enjoy all the stuff that i have i have more than enough more than right. one person actually needs um i i want more uh but i think enjoying what i have same with video games too oh my gosh i'm a mess um <clears throat> yeah well, let's, I, let's talk about what what was your favorite book you read this year my favorite book I read this year. Um, I sort read like two. Looking back and seeing if that, like, if you if you look back and appreciate what you read, maybe that'll lead you to start wanting to read more books and appreciate them. Right. Um, I read the one of the Enola Holmes books. Um, it was very, it's very good. Um, I I read it uh, mostly because. Um, my girlfriend and I went on a date and we went and picked books out for each other. Oh. Um, so I picked her, uh, Mr. And Agatha Christie mystery novel. And she picked me out a, actually the murder on the Orient express. And she picked me out, uh, Enola Holmes. Kind of funny that we're both mystery novels, but, um, I think that was, uh, the only one I actually finished. Um, I, I have so many. Um, yeah, I just keep buying more, and I need to stop buying more. Uh, oh, I did. I guess I listened to it, but it's still kind of reading. Um, the Red Rising series. I, I listened to the first three books, and then a half of the next one. Maybe not even a half. What is the Red Rising re series? Oh, it's so good. Um, so basically, it's it's one of those like post-apocalyptic genres where, and it's very similar to like the Hunger Games type thing in a way, where there's like a class system based on color, uh, not color of your skin, um, but they each get uh, a, a color. Um, there's hmm. the golds at the very top. They're the ones who like forged the path, at least the ones that wrote the history books um and then there's the reds like all the way at the bottom that are like the 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 workers um mm -hmm. the, the the miners and the, the stuff like that right um so basically it's about the red class rising up 
um, in the book. I, I don't want to give too many spoilers. It's a very good book series. In the book, one of the Reds, the main character, actually gets some sort of like surgery, essentially plastic surgery that turns him into a gold. And he infiltrates the golds and dismantles their society from the inside, essentially. Holy moly, is it such a good book series. Like, it is one of the best book series I've read. Um, and they made the first they made the first three and then <clears throat> he also wrote this the fourth and fifth but they're very different like they're a continuation of the story it's they're very different it's a different mm -hmm. tonally there's actually three main characters that they bounce back and forth kind of like in the Kane chronicles um and i didn't i didn't love it it was hard to read uh, right. listen to um so I'm still struggling through the f the fourth one, but the first three were just utter perfection. They were so good. Nice. Yeah. So I guess both of ours have to do with indulging in media, but uh, mine is to watch more movies, uh, and yours is to read more books, which I think both of those truly play into our personalities very well. Yeah. Yeah. I used um, to read so much. Uh I want I want to read more. Um yeah. but as we've mentioned many times on here, I have dyslexia and so what reading takes time. Yeah. And it also I get frustrated easily with it because I have to reread something a few times to fully understand it, or if I like I'm reading ahead and I feel like, oh, I missed something. Like they mentioned something and I'm like, I didn't, I don't remember them saying that at all. I go back and reread. And so like, there's people that out there that could read an entire book in a day. And I'm lucky if I get to like two or three chapters in a day, it's just, yeah, it's hard for me to consume books. I hear you. Um, so that's why like, I've never tried audiobooks, but like, I'll listen to podcasts or watch movies because those are easier for me to sort of get behind. Yeah, absolutely. No, that makes sense. But um, if you guys are looking for a uh, something new to do or something to indulge in more, I suggest you indulge more into the Garlic Boys. Uh, the ways you can do that are uh, by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. <clears throat> Um, you can support us on Patreon. Uh, again, next month, look out for our um, Sorcerer's Apprentice discussion episode. That'll be an exclusive on Patreon. And um, if, if who knows if we get uh, if we get ten uh, supporters on Patreon, maybe we'll start doing monthly Garlic Moms episodes on there yeah. for you guys to enjoy. Um, so if you if you want more content with our moms, you know where to find us at Garlic Boys uh, on Patreon. And finally, if you want to watch us on video, if you want to see our beautiful faces as you hear Matt's beautiful voice, you can find <laughs> us on YouTube at the Garlic Boys and watch full video length episodes and experience it visually as well as auditorily. Get the full spiritual experience. Exactly. Really. <laughs> figure out which one of us is Matt and which one of us is Connor. Who knows? 
maybe watch the video on mute while also listening to the podcast. There's I, multiple ways to enjoy us. I think I think if I'm being 100% honest, I think most of our listeners have seen our <laughs> seen our little reels uh whether TikTok or Instagram. I think a lot of them are coming from there, so they probably already know. <laughs> probably, but hey. <laughs> you never know. <clears throat> I do I do have one final thought before we Yeah, go. I was going to throw it to you real quick. Yeah, I don't I, I don't want this to turn into an argument right at the end of our <laughs> the end of our session, but I'd like to point out something uh from a earlier episode that that you were uh very incorrect on. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so Dr. Seuss <laughs> um so his middle name is Seuss. Uh it's like, Seuss. Yeah, it is Soyce. Which you is, made you made the point to correct that it's pronounced Soyce. I, I understand. So if you're that. gonna sit here and correct, however, me for being however, wrong, you have so, to listen to your own correction. Your argument is invalid. No, so no, 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 no. I'm not shutting up. The, the reason I was using that was because you would easily recall what we were talking about the listeners okay. would easily recall okay. what we were talking about no go go ahead it is soyce and i was going to use that from that point forward uh-huh but his middle name is is legitimately soyce okay um which is why as you pointed out he is you said he was a fictional character it was a fictional name it was it was a pen name that he used it is a pen name it is, however, it's pronounced Soyce. And and him saying in a poem that it's pronounced Soyce is completely valid. And that is how it's pronounced, whether it's his pen name or his actual name. Thank you. I'd like to point out that what you're correcting is that you said that Dr. Seuss is not his real name. And so then I no. said, yes, because his name is not Dr. Seuss. Seuss is not his real name. And by that, I meant it's not his real last name. Seuss may be in his name, but his name is not Dr. Seuss or Soyce, if that's how you want to pronounce it. The so I'm still technically correct in what I was correcting. And it was a joke based on you were like, oh, it's not pronounced Seuss because you like being pedantic. So if you want to be pedantic, I will break down exactly what all, I said. All I said, I am still right. All that I said was fun fact. His name is actually pronounced Soyce. Okay, this this did devolve <laughs> into an argument. Um, I'm sorry, listeners. Uh, That'll be our sure... February uh, Patreon exclusive. <laughs> is when we break down Doctor Seuss. Make sure to turn into the Doctor Soyce podcast uh, February Patreon. <laughs> If you want more of that, you know what to do. If you want to hear us fight and argue, <laughs> tune into the Patreon exclusives because that's what it will be every single time. <laughs> if you do not think that we cannot argue for a full hour, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The Sorcerer's Apprentice, we're literally doing that episode so you guys hear us argue and debate <laughs> over whether the movie is good or not. I fully do not plan on editing that one at all. <laughs> It's going to be like three hours long. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll stick oh. with it because they know, just like we do, that it's always better to stay, stay garlicky. garlicky.
that was that was the weirdest ending we've ever done. You uh, weren't prepared, and that's why it was great. <laughs> I'm never prepared. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>